tonight oh god there is none other like you jesus oh lord have your way in this place oh god pour out your holy ghost strengthen oh god encourage renew oh god revive oh lord we need you jesus we can't do anything without your power without your strength oh god move in our hearts oh lord move on our minds shake us up god Stir up that good gift inside of us, oh Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Romans. Romans, verse 16, Apostle Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to 
to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to preach on unashamed, unashamed. You can be seated tonight. Here, the Apostle Paul begins to proclaim that he is not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And he begins to tell us that it is the power of God unto salvation. I believe it's important that we understand what we have here available to us tonight. And I believe that we ought to make up in our mind that we get a holy boldness about us that we won't allow anything to cause us to be ashamed of what we have. You know, sometimes if you're not careful, you can allow the world to, or the devil to intimidate you and back you down, back you into a corner, cause you to believe that what you have nobody wants or what you have is outdated or it's old-fashioned um, that you need to get with the times. But I'm, I'm convinced tonight that what we have here is the best thing that has been known to man. And I believe with all of my heart that everybody needs this. I believe with all of my heart everybody wants this. I believe that every time people take a smoke of in, inhaled nicotine into their body, they're saying that they want some kind of peace and some kind of joy. But the problem is... The peace and the joy is not going to come from that. It's going to come from being in the presence of the Almighty God. It's going to come from the power of the Holy Ghost. Tonight, I won't be, I'm, I'm made up in my mind that I'm not ashamed of what I have here tonight because I know that what I have here tonight is the very thing that broke every chain, every stronghold. It cast out every unclean spirit that was driving me and causing me to hurt myself and cause damage. So I won't be ashamed of what we have here tonight. You can be seated tonight. I'm not ashamed tonight to lift my hands up in the air. I'm not ashamed tonight to lift up my voice. I'm not ashamed to leap for joy. I'm not ashamed to run an aisle tonight because we got something great tonight. I believe tonight we got something to rejoice about tonight. We got something to shout about tonight. We got something to be happy about tonight. And it's the gospel that changes, that rearranges people's lives. You can be seated tonight. So I won't be ashamed of it. Paul talked about how that, that gospel, and we know what the gospel is. It's the death, it's the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We apply it to our lives when we repent of our sins and get baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of those sins. And God fills us with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. That's the power that we have and that we need to overcome this life, to overcome this flesh, this body of death, Paul called it. I can remember being out on outreach and coming to this house and talking to a man outside on his front porch. And while I was talking to this man, when I came up, this man, he was, he was, he was smoking. And I began to tell this man and talk to him about the gospel and how that God could change his life and give him power 
and deliverance. And this man began to proclaim so-called with faith that he belonged to for all of his life. And I begin to tell this man that according to the Bible, you have to repent, you have to be born of the water and born of the spirit in order to enter into the kingdom of God. And when it was all said and done, this man, he, he didn't want to hear what I had to say about the word of God and about the gospel and about the power that the gospel would give you to overcome a thing like he was bound to. And he said that, I, you know, that's fine. I'm, I, I, I was raised this way and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die this way. And I begin to think how sad that is because I'm thankful tonight that the gospel that we have and the God that I believe in and the God that we serve tonight, that God gives us power over those things. The Bible says that God saves us and he saves us to the uttermost, it teaches. I'm thankful tonight that when God saves, he really saves. God doesn't leave anything undone. He doesn't leave any rock unturned. When God delivers you, he really delivers you. I'm thankful for the gospel tonight. And I won't be quiet. I'll shout it from the rooftop that there is only one God. And that his name is Jesus. And that the gospel will give you power to overcome. Power to stand in these evil days. In this present evil world. You can be seated tonight. We don't have a reason to be ashamed tonight. We don't have a reason to be quiet tonight. You don't have a reason to hold your head down tonight. If anything, your head should be lifted up high. Your uh, your shoulders should be squared back, not in a proud, in a cocky, and arrogant way, but in the fact that you know that you know that what you have is the real deal. Come on, this ain't something fake. This ain't something phony. It ain't can. This is the real deal tonight. And I won't be quiet. I won't let the devil cause me to close my mouth and be quiet and think that I'm old-fashioned. Honey, you better. You can be seated tonight. You know, people say, well, that's old. That's old-fashioned what y'all doing. Nobody believes, you know, that way any longer. You know, you need to spice it up. You need to do something different. And you know what? I'm not interested in doing something new or something different. I want to do it the way the Bible says to do it. Come on, Jeremiah told them to stand in the way. And he said, ask for the old paths. They, their problem was they was trying to do something different and something new and it was causing them to lose out with God. Honey, I don't want to lose out with God. I want to stick to the script tonight. I want to stick to the blueprint tonight. I want to stick to the word of God tonight. Come on, I ain't looking for a new way to do it. I want that tried and proven and tested way that proves that it works. I'm not looking for a new way to do something can be seated tonight. Because when you look for something new, you try to spice it up. You make God's word of none effect. You cause God's word not to have the power that it's supposed to have. So many people are holding on to ideas and opinions and traditions and 
and the way they was brought up. And the problem is, it's not causing them to have any power over the things that hold them bound and keep them captive. Jesus told them, he said, that they, they wanted to talk about how that the disciples, how they weren't washing their hands and, and everything. And Jesus said, told them that you make, because of your traditions, you, the, the traditions that you hold on to, you make the, the word of God of none effect. Listen, I don't want to cause the word of God not to have any effect in my life. I want the word of God that when I hear it, I want it to affect me. If I'm on the wrong side, I want it to affect me to the point that I come and fall on my face and I repent and I turn from my wicked ways and I lay it down and I and I bury that old man and that old nature. Into, I want the word of God to have an effect on my life where I begin to change, where my thoughts change, where my act and my conversation and my behavior changes. You can be seated tonight. Oh, that's what Paul Paul said, this gospel, it is the power of God unto salvation. This thing is supposed to deliver you. It's supposed to set you free. You ain't supposed to walk out still bound by nicotine. You ain't supposed to walk out still bound by alcohol. You ain't supposed to walk out and still be bound by perversion. You're supposed to walk out and still be bound by everything that the world is bound by. When you come in contact with the gospel, there is supposed to be a change. There is supposed to be a rearranging. Come on, my mind is supposed to be changed. My conversation is supposed to be changed. Come on, the things that I look at, it's supposed to change. I stand here a witness that the gospel works tonight. I stand here a witness that God is good tonight. I stand here. Come on, I won't be quiet about it. I won't be a whole hum about it. I'm excited about it. I'm thrilled about the gospel. And how it changes. You can be seated. I can remember when I First, started coming to church, and I'm going to be honest, I'm going to tell you the truth. I think it was only a matter of weeks before we was out on, on outreach. We didn't even know what we was doing. We was just out there inviting people out to church. And, but I can remember as I got older and I got into my teens, I can remember Feeling intimidated and ashamed and was hoping that I didn't see anybody that I knew. See, because I didn't, re- I didn't realize and understand what I had. You know, being a teenager, sometimes you, 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 you play around, you play games, and you, don't, you take for granted what you really have, and you don't know what you have until it's gone. You don't want to wait until you... Let this thing slip through your fingers because you're playing around with it and you're not taking it serious. And then you want to get it back. You want to grab a hold of it now and realize and make it up in your mind. I don't care what the world is doing. I don't care what my lost relatives are saying. I don't care what the people, the children on, on the college campuses are saying. I know that I got the real thing tonight. 
I know, I know that what I have, you need it. Come on, I need some young people to realize what you got tonight. Realize that you got something great tonight. Realize that God wants to do something great in your life tonight. Realize that God wants you to be a light in the midst of this dark and perverse world. You can be seated. More importantly, I don't want to be ashamed because the Bible tells us that Jesus himself said that if you are ashamed, ashamed to confess me. You're ashamed of me. Then, then my father, you'll be ashamed of you. I don't want God to look down on me and be ashamed at how I'm living, at how I'm going about things. And the fact that, that I'm keeping my mouth closed when I know that I have something to tell people. When I know that God wants to change people's lives the same way that he's changed my life. That God wants to break strongholds off of people's lives the same way that he has broken strongholds off of my life. I got news for you. I'm not, I'll tell you, I'll let you know that I'm not the one that, I don't like to talk much. But once I was filled with the Holy Ghost and once God began to work in my life, I realized that being quiet is not an option. I can't just sit around and be quiet. I know too much. You can't sit around and be quiet and do nothing. You can't blend in. You know too much. You know the truth. Blending in is not an option. Glowing with the flow is not an option. Being ashamed is not an option. God filled you with the Holy Ghost so that you can go and grab somebody else and pull them out of the pit of hell and let them know that God can change you. He can deliver. He can set you free. You can be seated tonight. God didn't fill me with the Holy Ghost so I can get around with my unsaved cousins and keep my mouth closed and just go with the flow of what they're doing. That ain't what God saved me for. God didn't fill me with the Holy Ghost so that I can get around my, my co-workers and, and talk about what they're talking about. That, that's not what he, no. God got me there for a, a reason. That's to be a light. That's to ask God to open up a door where I can tell someone about your truth. I don't want to be ashamed of this. I want God to, to, to endue me with a holy boldness that I proclaim his gospel wherever. I proclaim it in the schools. I proclaim it in the grocery stores. I proclaim it in the out on the neighborhood. I proclaim it wherever. I don't want to be ashamed because if I'm ashamed of this gospel, then God is going to be ashamed of me. And I don't want that day to come where God is ashamed of me because it's not going to be good for me. I got to make it up in my mind that I got a good thing. I got something great and wonderful and that this world needs to hear about it. And God wants... Listen, you can be seated tonight. If you're not careful, you'll think that, well, outreach is for certain people. Teaching Bible studies is for certain people to do. And I can remember being that way. 
I can remember relying on other influences. And if, well, if they're there, then I'll be a part of it. And you know what? God knows how to knock that crutch right out from under you. And one of two things are going to happen. Either you're going to stand or you're going to fall. And I made up in my mind that I love God. I didn't want to go back to the world. I realized what God had pulled me out of. So I realized I got to do something. I got to do something. And I, I didn't know what I was doing. Didn't know, didn't know the Bible, but I made up in my mind that I'm going to learn God's word. And not only am I going to learn his word, but I'm going to tell somebody else about his word. I got news for you. Teaching Bible study is not for certain people. It's for everybody. If God put, filled you with the gift of the Holy Ghost, if God washed away all of your sins, guess what? You have been commissioned to tell somebody about Jesus' name, baptism, to tell them the fact that there is only one God. Come on, it ain't for just some people, it's for the whole church to be involved in. God invested in you. I don't want what God invested in me to go to waste. I don't want it to go go to waste. You can be seated tonight. I don't want it to go to waste. God has invested a lot in each and every one of us. Some say, well, I don't have much. I don't feel like God has invested in my life. Listen, if God took the time to fill you, listen, out of all the billions of people in this world, see, because we fall into this little, we fall into a trap where we begin to start throwing a little pity party as we feel like we're not significant or we're not important. When you think that way, just sit down and think about the fact that out of all the billions of people in this world, God chose to reveal who he is to you. God chose to enlighten you on the fact that there's only one God and that his name is Jesus. He chose you to fill you with his spirit. Not not that he doesn't Not that he doesn't want to fill everybody, but the truth is, everybody's not going to receive it. That's just the facts. It's just the facts. But when you sit down and think about it, that God handpicked you. Handpicked you. How can I think that I don't matter? How can I think that I don't have something to say? How do I, how can I begin to think that I don't, I'm not important that the world doesn't need to hear what I I have to say. The world needs to hear what I have to say. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Matter of fact, they need to turn off some of the other garbage and pipe up and listen to what the church is saying tonight. Because I'm telling you, we got the greatest thing tonight. And the world needs to know we got the most important thing. I need somebody to be convinced about that tonight. I need some young people to make it up in their mind that I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm not going to be timid. I'm not going to be a coward, but I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand. You can be seated tonight. So 
Some say, well, we can't do that. Why not? The world can be bold about their garbage and their filth, and it's dragging people to hell. You got more, more, more to say than they do. They ain't saying nothing. It's a bunch of nothing. It's garbage. It's pollution. It's perversion. It's dragging people's soul to hell. And they, they don't even blush over it. You know, the Bible said that, that, that the Lord, he began to talk about Israel and that they had gotten to the point where he said, you don't even blush about some of the stuff you're doing. Not even ashamed. You, you're bold about it. And the fact what they was doing, it wasn't good. It was garbage. They was, they was, they, they was losing out with God because of their own stubborn ways. And that's how the world is. The world, they are bold about their sin. They, and they take pleasure in it as well. So if they're not ashamed about of stuff that they should be ashamed about, how can a child of God who, have, who God has pulled out of the miry clay, has pulled out of the horrible pit, has set them upon a rock, established their goings. Why should I be ashamed? I have nothing to be ashamed about. If, I, if anybody should be bold, it should be the church. If anybody should be bold, it should be young people that have been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but it's the power of God unto salvation. We ain't got nothing to be ashamed about. We ain't got nothing to be quiet about. We ain't got nothing to go and hide in a corner about. We got the greatest thing known to man tonight. If somebody needs to make it up in their mind that I'm going to proclaim it. I'm going to proclaim it. I'm going to shout it from the rooftop. Oh, somebody lift up your hands tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I need some young people to mount up. I need some young people to get some holy boldness about them. I need some, come on, lift up your voice. Don't be ashamed to cry out to God. Lift up your voice. Come on, he said, let the high praises of God be in their mouth. Come on, I need some young people to stop being afraid to vocalize and open up their mouth and cry out to God. Come on, somebody. Lift up your voice. Come on, don't lift up your voice singing the garbage of this world. Lift up your voice and sing the praises of the Almighty God. Come on, some young people. Lift up your voice. Come on, begin to talk to him. Cry out to him. The devil wants you to be quiet. He wants you to be ashamed of this. And you being ashamed... It is a guarantee that you won't tell anybody else. Come on, make it up in your mind. Make it up in your mind. I'm not going to be ashamed of this. I'm not going to be ashamed of this. Come on, some young person. Come on, some seasoned veteran. Make it up in your mind that we have something great here tonight. And the world needs to hear it. They need to hear it. Oh, come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Come on. 
Come on, this city should be able to hear the praises of God's people. Come on, we should be, they should be able to hear what's going on here tonight. They need, they need what we got here tonight. Come on, your co-workers need it. Your lost family members need it. The kids on the college campuses, in the high schools, they need what you have here tonight. Don't you be ashamed of what delivered you. Don't you be ashamed of what set you free. Don't you be ashamed. It's the power of God under salvation. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We bless your holy name. Come on, we shouldn't be ashamed to have church tonight. We shouldn't be ashamed to rejoice tonight. We shouldn't be ashamed to lift up our hands and call out to God. We shouldn't be ashamed to dance in the spirit, run out, have church the way we're supposed to have it. Come on. God has been too good. He's been too good for me to be ashamed of him. He's been too good. Oh, we love you, Jesus. This altar is open tonight. I invite somebody to come with your heart lifted with your hands. Come on, come with your heart lifted with your hands. Lift up your voice. Cry out to him. Let God know that I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to dance for you. I'm not ashamed to cry out to you. I'm going to live my life unashamed when it comes down to this gospel, when it comes down to serving God in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to dance for you like nobody's watching me, nobody's watching me and Anything that I will worship you with all that I 